This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and yes, I'm on my period. And yes, it fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, we all been there. Uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and she's a 10. That's it. That's the tweet. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and I love produce because I work better on a deadline. <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. We got Barbara Brandy and of course Big Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Oh, I wanted to say, if you're not following us on social media, which you should be, on our individual accounts and Lady to Lady accounts, we're now putting out some videos. We've got, we're doing it. We joined the reels. Of yes. the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're the stop being polite and we start being reals world. <laughs> we're here. So if you want to see what it looks like when we talk to each other, go on follow there. Follow us got on some, socials. Yeah, follow us on social. We've got some fun clips and stuff that we're doing now. So I just want to throw that out in case you're not already following us on there. Love yeah, that for us. Yeah. Um, do you guys have a summer jam yet? No, I guess I don't. I mean, I've just been obsessively listening to Harry Styles, basically. So oh, so maybe that's your summer jam. That'll probably continue being. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's mm. a good one. No, I don't really have one yet. I'll have to figure that out. I was just tweeting with uh, uh, Kay Hanley, who's the lead singer of Letters to Cleo lately. So I've been re-listening to a lot of their stuff. And they're the band that did um, the Josie and the Pussycats theme song. And they were in 10 oh, Things nice. I Hate About You. And they're just like the awesome. So I've been, I've been trying to be her homie so Ooh, that's, uh, that's good. i feel yeah. like that Josie and the pussycats soundtrack would be a good uh summer yeah yeah throw back very summery oh, yeah god i love that movie it's so good it's so good oh it's so, so good. good i i might yeah. need to rewatch that soon actually i would um, be down to do i'd be down to do a commentary for that that'd be really <gasps> that really would fun. be fun yeah. that'd be great yes <laughs> i would be so down uh, that mm -hmm. movie's, yeah, I love it. Um, my Summer Jam is a remix of the Fergie song Glamorous. It's this crumbness, C-R-M-N-E-S remix. And I'm just feeling <laughs> it. I'm just feeling it. They're playing it on Kiss Glamorous. FM. We're huh? driving first huh? class. Yeah, you've got to find oh. your um, find your jam on Kiss FM, I think. is the Oh, it's the place for summer jams. If you don't know Kiss <laughs> FM, uh, if you don't live in the LA area, it's the home of the Ryan Seacrest show. That's where we get our Ryan Seacrest. So you can kind of mm -hmm. extrapolate from there what kind of music right. plays. <laughs> what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Does he play a lot of American Idol stuff and just wink, wink, nudge, nudge to it? Or um, I mean, no, it's I all like top so... 40. It's it, yeah. Yeah. It's just top, it. it's just the hits. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. That's so funny. Are you telling me American Idol doesn't make hits? Wow. <laughs> Wait, do they play? I actually, honestly, haven't Maybe watched Kelly American Clarkson. Idol in a really long time. Do, what what kind of songs do they sing? I, I think it's the same shit where they just, yeah, they sing, they cover like songs, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, something like that. Never watched it that much. I just know Kelly Clarkson came from it, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
That's all I got. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know pop culture That's things. That's your association with Ryan Seacrest and Kelly Clarkson. Ryan Seacrest has done 10 million things. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I got. Um, I know way more about our guest today, though. Oh, my uh, God. She's so, she's like beyond yes. Ryan Seacrest, beyond Kelly Clarkson. I mean, just the epitome of fun, glamour, um, great actress, great writer, great comic. Yeah, she, you know her from so many things. She was in 24. She's been in It's Always Sunny. She's been in Mr. Show. She -hmm. actually has a new book out called Fame-ish, My Life at the Edge of Stardom. And she told us some really fun stories from it. Um, So let's hang out with Mary Lynn Rice Cub. Oh, my God. So excited to have her back on the show. Mary Lynn Rice Cub, hello. Hello. I just got her as she was doing a Oh, mid-coffee sip. Hello. (laughs) We don't even give you time to sip. You're just in. Well, because I was like, oh, it's not going to be an intro. And then, you know. Oh, I wasn't kidding around. Yeah. 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 You... We hit the ground running. We are that on-ramp on the 110 where you immediately yeah. are, have to be at 90 degrees. 90 degrees? Mm-hmm. 90 miles an hour. <laughs> not, yeah. and you got to get on there. Yeah. yeah. And 90 you... degrees. It is also 90 <clears throat> degrees. Yeah. yeah. You're just um, Tokyo <laughs> drifting. Yeah. To, that's what this podcast is. We're we're on like two yeah. wheels. We're on two wheels, going full speed ahead. <laughs> there well, is look. a teen with a Honda Civic on your ass, and you better go. <laughs> Dude, I drove a Mazda Miata in high school, which was like such a fun car. Mm, mm-hmm. But can I tell you that car was so light that I legit would frequently take turns and be on two wheels. Like, freak terrifying. It that makes really me want to get a Mazda Miata. That sounds really fun. <laughs> it's basically a Barbie car. I mean, you can yeah, yeah. put it in your purse, really. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Camarillo. Oh, so you got to catch some wind in Camarillo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, if I, bought, I feel like if I bought beach. a fast car now, then you're just like sitting in traffic. Like you can't even really drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to take it out to the boo. You got Yeah. It. <laughs> and, and really roll the dice on getting in an accident on the PCH. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're not yeah. in it to win it, if yeah, if you're gonna crash anywhere, might be might as well be the lovely mm-hmm. view. Yeah, yeah, that's the place um, to do it. In Mar- in Maryland, in, in the early aughts, the the Volkswagen Cabrio was like the high school girl car of choice. There was our entire oh, yeah. field hockey team had Volkswagen Cabrios. Yes. That was a whole. That was a whole vibe. Yeah, I think that the Cabrio was nationwide. <laughs> mm. We were a very Volkswagen generation because. Were, yes. the Let me ask you a question about that. the Cabrio. Where people try to outdo each other with the colors and the interior, and they're mm. or not really. I think. I think there was a there was definitely a lot of customization, like a lot of like uh, it, it was mostly on what hung from the rearview mirror, like that. Right, I think right, is right. really where the everything showed. You know, mm. you you have like your dice, but also like your graduation little dongle, whatever that thing's called, and then like you know a <laughs> lanyard, <laughs> graduation yeah. uh, truck nuts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yes, exactly. Traditional, <laughs> dude. Okay, if there's a high school kid out there that really wants to uh, piss off their family, um, put truck nuts on your graduation cap and yes. send us a photo. Buy, I'd love to yeah, see I mean, it. You know, they have truck nuts for Crocs, so you can buy mm-hmm. those. 
Yes. By the way, we do know they have truck nugs for Crocs. I appreciate everyone that has sent that to us, but we have yeah. been sent that at least 50 times. Really? It's funny every time, but we have seen them right now. Thank you. Do you guys regret, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm jumping in here as if I, I'm, I'm guessing you, the, obviously people mm-hmm. sending your stuff. Do you regret bringing up the, the truck nuts so many times that now people will send you <laughs> truck nuts? You regret that? You, no, you know what? First? You know what? I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> Yeah, I will say the amount of um, truly disgusting things we've discussed on this podcast, mm-hmm. I don't ever feel like anyone has, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like someone sent me something where I regretted. Mm. That's good. Yeah. That's a yeah. good. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know and if it's nor a boundary. It's to. a good re- circle of respect. It's a good. Yeah. Yeah. I, understand. I mean, I will say, and it is, what can we do? We put it out there, but like people have shared pretty gross stories with me mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. after hearing our gross stories and yeah, in that moment we deserve that yeah but I'm, I might have a tinge of regret yeah. <laughs> it's good to have a tinge a tinge is healthy yeah 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 I love hearing about other people's diarrhea we're professional diarrhea havers thank you so much is that true <laughs> I'm, I've missed all this by the way a, a, a touch Instead of no regrets, a touch of regrets is like the new slogan. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because, I mean, don't you think that's sort of like the mark of a good time is if you just have a touch? Yeah. Touch of regret. Yeah. Yeah. A touch, a tinge, a dash. (laughs) (laughs) A dongle. A dongle of regret. (laughs) Yeah. Just be yourself. You know what? Just be yourself. Like, there's a lot of people who shouldn't be them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they should. <laughs> it's like, I don't think that's true for everyone. A lot of people need to. <laughs> yeah, you need to alter yourself. We can use this, but it needs to be taken in here, a button here. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Needs yeah. To be- Dial back on the you a little bit. Let me see a little less you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's tailor it up just a hair. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, it includes me. I'm I'm including myself. Right? Oh, so. absolutely. Yes, always. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We're always lo- seeking to improve ourselves <laughs> in some way. Yeah. I, have this, I was talking to my friend the other night. He's a, a really, I've known him for a really long time, but we go through really long spurts when we don't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have like a marathon phone call. What did he say to me? Like, he goes, you're... You're a chameleon, like, and that's good because if if you weren't, it, you would be insufferable. And then we just end the conversation, moved on, and then the next day I was like, <laughs> "What did you mean by that?" <laughs> like, I don't even yeah, can know. Can we circle back on the chameleon, <laughs> insufferable chameleon talk, please? Because I like, I can see you as a chameleon. Yeah, I, that makes mm-hmm. sense. You seem like you, you know, go with the flow and like fit in wherever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what is the if you weren't? Yeah, you'd what's be that? Ins- <laughs> did he clarify? I mean, it It really was a moment because I am, um, you know, I am not a young person. And it's like when you look at yourself and I'm like, like, what are your strengths and weaknesses? I'm like, I don't, I mean, I could venture a guess, but like I, ha- I legit was like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm offended, but I'm also like, tell me what I'm like. Tell me what you see. Right. What are the, what right. are the parts that are, um, uh, bothering I mean he is very dramatic and that's what makes him fun <laughs> right yeah yeah absolutely I love the way that chameleons run do you have like a special 
when I think of a Camille and I think of them just <laughs> across the street. Very prancy. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what he meant. Like if you weren't doing like you're like incredibly like bombastic, but then you run away like this and that's what makes you not insufferable. <laughs> and just sit on a rock. I'm not here. Yeah. You don't see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm picking up oh, moisture. Man. Don't don't talk yeah, to me. Heat. I need moisture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't everyone like pretty amorphous though? I always think that's funny and people are like, oh, you're like this or like people have a thing. I'm like, isn't everyone just like a blob of gas always different? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like horoscopes. They're like, eh, all right. These all could mean th- these are all pretty totally, like. Totally, right? Yeah. I think you're yeah. able to interpret them with anybody. Yeah. Basically. Well, Sometimes- you're able to interpret them. And I think like the idea of personality as like um, a. a non-changing thing is really inaccurate like I think everyone is like so different all the time like we're basically just bodies of water yeah you know like <laughs> like it's it, like those little squishy thing like those little squishy things full of gel that kind of yeah. just like, constantly moves. like there's so many factors what's the weather do I like my outfit what did I eat this morning <laughs> who am I hanging out with how are the tunes how's the lighting I could be a different person based on all these things spoken mm. like a real Pisces moon uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the squeezy thing is accurate because you've got the container and you've got the gel and you've got like, mm-hmm. those are the, but yeah, you don't know where it's going to go within it's that. kind of stretch Armstrong. Yeah. 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 That's like the first fleshlight, right? That like. Stretch? Oh, the, the jack off thing? Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. guys know that was dick-like before you had felt a dick? I think I just, my I think, yeah, my caveman id knew that already, right? Like that Do you know weird, what we're talking about, Marilyn? The the remember the, the tube. They, yeah, they look like weenies. Oh, uh, yes, 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 it's like yes, an, yes. It's yes. like an infinity <laughs> tube that would turn in and on itself. That is like yeah, a but novelty squishy. toy. Was that the point of yeah. that? Mm-hmm. You just got them. Oh, yeah. Sometime, I, I think yeah. there was one that had like a noisemaker in it. Ooh, ooh. Some Probably. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. yep. Just like a dick, you know? <laughs> 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 they were pretty like soothing though. It was. Yeah. I thought you were saying that like a stretch Armstrong. <laughs> I was like, what? oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure there is a way to, to fuck a stretch Armstrong. I feel like, you know, we, we used to have a three person shirt and like if we haven't could put a toy in the market. A three-person stretch Armstrong. That would be stretch dope. lady. Oh, that would be super cool. <laughs> yeah. Things to have in your office is one of these from the 80s. And then I'll... Oh, yeah. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Those, I feel like yeah. they were... Those are the most important business things to have the in office. The Zen garden. <laughs> yes. The tiny <laughs> Zen garden. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, uh, pet, like pens in a... In a in a, their own case, like oh, super nice mm-hmm. pens. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. pull out Oh, the and yeah. how about pens? a little bar cart thing with like a couple of tumblers. Just stylish. Yeah. That's just yeah. real. <laughs> Why do you ever need like a super different fancy pen to show you're important? No. Like I want to meet what- somebody that actually is mm-hmm. like, I have a cross pen that I bought at, I paid $200 for this pen. I think it's just Ugh. because it was like only men were the only people who had those jobs at the time and no one ever knew what to get them aside from pens. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Oh. Well, because like men can cuff only accessorize with, with a, sn- a sneaker or a cufflink or a watch. So a pen was like the fourth like Ooh. accessory. Okay, can I be honest with you guys? Mm-hmm. I have a Mont Blanc and it writes like fucking butter. No wow. way. This is what I want to know. 
Is it a real <laughs> yeah, thing? It's worth it. It's a real thing. My dad gave it to me as a gift like I think eight or nine years ago and I don't leave the house Aww. with it because I don't want to lose it. But I, I was going to say I would lose it immediately. Yeah, I yeah. use it for like writing stand-up because I like to write stand-up physically and I use I it for love like, my this. daily I've totally turned the tables cards. and I'm in love with this now. Yeah, I actually <laughs> think it's a really nice gift and it like I would say has improved my quality of life. No! <laughs> Wow. Wow. Mont Blanc, offer code lady, please. Damn. Hashtag Mont Blanc. Is it a cartridge that you replace for the ink? Yeah. yeah, so I probably have to replace the cartridge like twice a year, but I get them at Romans. I can do it myself. And is is the tip like a calligraphy where the ink is rolling down over the tip? I have the ballpoint because I don't oh. know calligraphy well enough to be like comfortable writing with a calligraphy pen, but it's just a ballpoint mm-hmm. pen, but it's, it's ballpoint. like really heavy and substantial feeling when you write right, and it makes right. your handwriting look better because of the ergonomics of the pen. Like you write <laughs> a lot prettier. I'm sorry. <laughs> what ergonomics? <laughs> I mean, Damn. I'm glad it is because they're fucking expensive. So it's, yeah. it's you know. Yeah. It's good to know that yeah. they actually are good. Expensive does, shit is cool, you guys. How does it how does it feel to pen flip pen flip with? Do you, can you do that or is oh, it too heavy yeah, for a pen guys, flip? Start to finish, it's amazing. Like it's heavy. Does it feels it, great to pen flip with? Yeah. Does it have a case? That's the question we all It need. does, but I don't use it. I keep it in my little daily planner pocket thingy okay. case. Oh, that's what I was do gonna ask. Remember? Does it go in the same place yeah. every day? Yeah, it does. Do you guys remember the first like learning to do that? The like the pen flip thing as like a child, like in school? I remember no, being like was not- <laughs> Oh, I still it was can't like- do it. I remember like seeing all the popular girls doing it. I was like, I'm gonna learn to fucking do that shit too. You're not the only ones that can fucking flip a goddamn pen, girl. Never mind. And I'd be sitting just quietly practicing in social studies and just nailed it one day and was I like, don't know Oh if I yeah. Can do it. I wanna try. It's like finger baton. Yeah. It's just a fun this is a great podcast. I feel like I'm not really doing it. <laughs> yeah, we're cheating, all fl- right? everyone's flipping pens. <laughs> yeah, it was just very big in 2000. Uh, I don't know if the Gen Z kids are still doing it or not, but um, flipping a pen was a real big deal for a second. <laughs> I used to do this. I, I'm gonna have to describe it for the podcast, but I would make a face where my lip was stiff, mm-hmm. and then I would put a pencil on my stiff lip so it looked like I have a mustache. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the Mont Blanc, that would be a really good workout for upper lip because it's like a heavy pen, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I need a stiffer upper lip. <laughs> that's great. You're very British. That's true. You want to let it go a little bit. Loosen it Maybe. up. Loose lips. Yeah. Yeah. Sing some ships, baby. <laughs> Loose lips. Turned um, into a dad podcast. I want to... <laughs> Wait, Marilyn, tell us about your uh, book that you just... Put out. Fame-ish. I have a book. It's called Famish. My life at the edge of stardom. Ooh, you got a copy. Nice. <laughs> It'd be fucked they up if they didn't send her a copy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super proud of it. It's a it's a sleeper hit. It's a sleeper hit. It's a grower. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've had like such a cool, interesting career. So you just kind of follow your path of like, you know, yeah, you're the. So at the beginning of the pandemic, the the work that I had lined up was like live shows. And I actually had a friend who turned me on to like comic cons, like for like signing Mm -hmm. autographs and all the stuff that I had lined up was live. And then, of course, that got canceled. And um, I I tried to write a book like 10 years ago Mm -hmm. and it was not looking back on it. I can see 
because I was like trying and I wrote a proposal and it was really hard to write the proposal. I remember meeting with a guy who was going to like oversee it. But then he was talking to me like, like a shadow writer. Like it was just oh, yeah. off. You know awesome. what I mean? Like I took a yeah. meeting and I was like, wait, what? And then my vibe was like, I wasn't ready. Cause then I was like, am I, am I not writing this book? Like it was a guy in a suit who was like, I'll help you write it. And yeah, it was, it was a little bit rushed and I, I wasn't of my right mind. And I remember, I remember going to try to write at that time and I would just sit alone and then they would just be these like long, just like what, like rambling, um, almost poetic. Like I just did some weird, it wasn't even journal writing. It was just like, we, like, this is not a book that anyone would want to read <laughs> right. ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was going nowhere. That's my long-winded way of saying it didn't happen. <laughs> and this time, it was like right time, right place, right approach. Mm-hmm, nice. And it was hard, but it really kind of flowed. And I figured out how to, like, lock in with the performer me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, a lot of the chapters I would do came from, like, not a lot, a few came from solo podcasts. So it would be me mm-hmm. telling a story. And then I would take that cringy, you know, the transcript uh, and then write in that and 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 mm. be able to like flesh oh. out the details. So that was like the magic sauce. And also I think just the right time in my life where I have, mm-hmm. you know, a lot more life and a lot more stand up and other types of writing under my belt. So that mm-hmm. the perspective and the flow of it um, I don't know. I think I used to have in my mind, like, oh, I have to write something. And it just was, you know. And so now, like, you know, my first chapter, it's good because I don't really have to write about this or talk about it again. Is something that I'll do on stage if people recognize me. And it's a real mixed bag. I don't take anything for granted. But I do have, like, a section of material where it's like. People think I'm Jenna Fisher. I was in Legally Blonde too. I'm not friends with Reese Witherspoon. I'm not good at computers. Like it's, which is exciting. And I sort of addressed that in the book. So the, so the external theme of like famous my life at the edge of stardom is like, you know, sometimes one time someone said to me, you look like someone who might be on Parks and Rec. And it's like, that's not even, that's not even a person. That's like, that's like an idea. Of a, yeah. But also like, I think a compliment. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But so there's, yeah. So yeah, yeah, there's yeah. the very literal, here's how I'm recognized. But then yeah. the theme of the book is also about, um, the actuality of something versus, you know, or, or our expectations of something and then what, what really happens. So I have a lot of uh, Hollywood anecdotes, again, that are more literal. Like I got invited to the Golden Globes, you know, the most exciting, so glamorous, the hair, the makeup, the gra- oh, I, did, I didn't get a plus one. So it's like going to this mm. fancy thing oh and sitting oh alone. Yeah, yeah. So like that's yeah. the opposite of, and I, I didn't yeah. even sit with the people from my show they put oh the more God. important players down on the floor and I was up on the mezzanine sitting at a table alone <laughs> with the cast of Ugly Betty that tells you what year this was the most gorgeous <laughs> table I've ever seen so many plates so many gorgeous and I'm just like they didn't show up like they were with each other and I was like why am I alone and that with the cast like oh my God to- you were like at the random table at the wedding yes <laughs> yes 
That's Damn. amazing. And, then, and, and so the whole anecdote is like, well, drinking will make this better. And, you know, of course it didn't. And then I was like, well, let me drink some more. And maybe it'll turn the corner. And then <laughs> I was just like emotional drunk. And then. Oh, yeah. I saw. Mm-hmm. And then the logic is like, I saw Cheryl Crow, who I know. And I was like, I feel so alone. And then she's like, <laughs> she was really nice about it. Um she seems like she would be and then I realized I didn't know her I had just listened to her music but I I just (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I I love the idea of you being super drunk at a table and that's when the cast of Ugly Betty shows up and they're just like there's just drunk Chloe sitting at this table So I mean, I can Hollywood remember baby. getting stopped by like a security guard because I saw my people downstairs and I'm like, oh, I'm with. Oh, no, I no, I don't. Of course. Why would oh, I get to sit God. by like Kiefer and the executive producer? I mean, now we work with like every day. Yeah. And granted, there were <laughs> yeah. a lot of other events where I was like completely included. And, you know, obviously that was just, that's just a fun one that you did. You right, don't expect no. like you didn't see it coming, you know? Yeah. 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 Like you but, said, it feels like like I'm like just on the outskirt here, like, and you were literally. That's. <laughs> but like, that's, it, I always yeah. kind of say, like, in a lot of ways, that seems like the ideal level of fame, honestly, because like to me, like hardcore fame seems like a fate worse than hell. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that uh, Tom Hanks clip? Yeah, yeah. where they pushed Rita. Yeah, I felt- dude. That was that was fucked up. I felt really and then everyone's like Tom Hanks was freaking out, and I was like, no, they just knocked his wife over. Yeah, yeah, and then and he told yeah, the people to back the off. That reaction, it's just like he, he can't even have that be an you incident can't. where he reacted. Then you got to have the commentary yeah. on the commentary. Yeah, exactly. Nightmare. Yeah, and, and I mean, I don't think there's like a country in the world that Tom Hanks can go to and not be like mobbed. Like, it, that seems, yeah. like, so I wonder if there's an island he can go to alone. Hey, what's up? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, no, it seems, uh, yeah, very, I wouldn't, I, you know, it's already hard enough to be a person, but having literally every single thing you do scrutinized to death. Would Although be I, I agree with this, but I also feel like I'm to the point in my life where I'm like, I'd be good with that. Like, I feel like I've, li- I've really? lived enough life where just put me mm-hmm. in a bubble and do everything for me. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, you're yeah, right. I guess. I'm ready yeah, for you that. do have that. You're basically the you're ready to be the Rapunzel in the tower. Just bring you food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, look at yeah. Beyonce. Like, she doesn't, you know, she's got yeah. a very good bubble built. She does. It does seem like a dope bubble. It does. But a bubble yeah. nonetless. Like, but yeah, yeah it's a, a bubble. bubble on a yacht. It's a bubble on a yacht. I mean, I thought I really believed that until I said it like some days I really feel like that but now that I said it out loud I mean the reality is I like being real okay hey. yeah I like walking in Can the alley behind Ralph's that's what that's how we do yeah. I like going to the coin operated yeah. uh I also have a, a chapter about laundromats my love for laundromats so that's oh and then yeah, on the, you wouldn't um, be able to do that yeah, the, yeah. Uh, you know, on the deeper level in terms of your expectations and what it is, there's also like, a, you know, an entire chapter about like divorce and, and, and the image of marriage and then, you know, kind of reconciling with the idea of something versus what, what mm-hmm. really happened and what, <laughs> what's going on in actuality. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. we talk about that on this 
show sometimes just because of, you know, being in this industry and like how long we've been doing it now. And I think um, that's what's so cool about your book, too, is it's just like, yeah, 10 years ago you tried. That's what I love about this, this like, you know, choice for a career, too, is that you just never know when something's going to come back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, oh, like now I'm ready for this. You know, you kind of as you get older and mature and like kind of just like stabilize yourself and feel confident in yourself and then you're like oh, okay well now i can do this and it's you know a whole different world so i do yeah. love that aspect what was that for of, you have you talked around. about it before barbara i mean not uh, nothing yet <laughs> yeah we got another 10 years also if you wrote a book 10 years ago you might not have been able to talk about being gail the snail the most iconic character in my personal uh uh your your career my personal your career i i <laughs> Me and my friends use Gail the Snail as um, uh, as a code for people constantly. I'm just honored. Like, I'm I, so honored. Like we we got some real snails around right now, and it's just <laughs> it, it really is so that girl. You really nailed yes. like you nailed her girl. so well, and you re- it's the beginning of a we got to get the fuck out. We're like we got a real Gail the Snail now, and, and then once everyone is in consensus about the Gail. Yeah, then we're out. And it's like, thank you for that shorthand. <laughs> I just pictured like a uh, a basketball, because my son plays basketball. It's like, we got to get, it's like, Gail, like they're calling out what the play is. Yeah. Everybody scrambles. I'm like, you go that way. You go that way. Yeah, that's a good play name. <laughs> Gail. They got to pull real Gail. Like that's like <laughs> truly what we do. We're just like, mm, we got to get, it's, it's time to go. Time to go. Too many snails in the house. <laughs> Some snails in this house. Well, thank you. I love Gail the snail. She's a, she's a part of me. <laughs> it's like digging into digging into that part of you that like you should that shouldn't be. And so what we were saying earlier, don't be don't be yourself. Don't be that. Don't right. Be that. That's a very like yeah. being themselves person. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That is the best thing about like acting and writing. I think is like getting to indulge the worst parts of yourself as like characters. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Well said. Absolutely. Um, we have to take a quick break. We'll be back in a second. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. I'm Mary Lynn. Was Yay. I included? In, am I supposed to be included in that? No, yeah. yeah. That was, no, you okay. nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. Okay, can we, real quick, did anyone else see the new Top Gun? I haven't no, seen it I'm, yet. I think I might see it tonight. Okay. It's, I really liked it because I fucking love the first one, but I don't, I'm not going to spoil, well, okay. I'm just, I've only heard big, people liking no big it. spoilers. Yeah, I've heard okay. it's great. There's a Tom Cruise pre-roll. That is the most batshit thing. Like, it just goes to show how completely unchecked Tom Cruise is. Like, there's a totally unnecessary, like, intro to the movie from Tom Cruise, which is just, like, Tom Cruise getting you hyped for the movie you literally are already there to see. That's crazy. (laughs) What? And I also love that if you go to AMC, it's coupled with Nicole Kidman. Yeah, it goes straight from Nicole to Tom. Straight one to the other. what do you mean, like... What is the pre-roll? It's him talking to it's just camera? Him talking to not camera. in character yeah, it, as no. Top Gun. No, as, as Tom, Tom 
as Tom Cruise, he and he's just like, we got real fighter jets. You're about to see some awesome stuff, and you're and then like it works. Like you're like, fuck yeah, dude. That is so funny. I hope that becomes a thing. That's so weird that he did but, like, that. Nobody's ever done that. Nobody no, didn't say no to Tom Cruise. That was for sure that's his like idea. That's like a DVD extra that they put yeah. in front of the movie. I love yeah, that that's you said he's gone unchecked. True, but also it works. True. We're, yeah. yeah. You can't. That's no one yeah, can stop it. All. it. Can't argue. You can't stop yeah. it. Yeah. Wait, you have a story. I saw you have a story in your book about making out with him. I do. Oh <laughs> shit! I oh do. my god, the, the mischievous look on your face. Hello, son. <laughs> oh, your son walked in just as you were about to tell us about sucking face with Tom Cruise. <laughs> Perfect timing. Um, I mean, it was for. Um, what was it for? Magnolia, the oh, movie. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I got some good stories. I legit have was in a Paul Thomas Anderson movie more than once. Mm-hmm. But Magnolia. So he cast me as Tom Cruise's assistant in that movie, and Tom Cruise in that movie plays T.J. Mackey. He had the leather vest and the weird little mm-hmm. like ponytail like pony. character, and mm-hmm. was um do he would do seminars to tell men how to um, manipulate women and, and how you yeah. um, stay in power and how you get a woman and keep a woman and get laid. Or maybe it was just about getting laid. I don't remember. So yeah, yeah. he's so fucking good shit. in that role. Pick up artist. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's yeah, amazing yeah. in that role. So he's yeah. saying mm-hmm. an example of here's how you do it, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. You've ups- if, if you've upset your woman, you messed up. Here's how you get back with her quickly. And mm-hmm. then it cuts to him coming to me and I'm furious with him. And then he's like, I don't know. It's something really dumb. Like he, he brings me cookies and said that he had to save a puppy <laughs> or something. And then I'm oh like, oh, and then I melt. And then he makes out with me. And that's the scene. So it's completely cut because there's already so many characters in that movie. And then yeah. I love that he's just like, I'm going to illustrate this thing and that he's saying in his mind. And there just was like no room for it. But. But, you know, I, it was like two days of me making out with Tom Cruise. <gasps> See, that's fucking amazing. That's the dream. Like, that what? Incredible. Did you guys interact like beyond that? I have so yeah, many questions. Yeah, well, I mean, a little bit. I remember when he arrived on set, there was just, I mean, you can imagine an orbit around him. It's not, it's right. not even like yeah. normal. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, there, you definitely are like, people are trying to talk to him, but it's a next level. It's not like, you know how at a party you're like, oh, people are looking somewhere else. Da, da, da. This is like, it's mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. It's just a, ma- it's not even like a personal magnetism. Yeah. It's like you, beyond personal magnetism. Oh, it's Tom Cruise. We're all going to group around and follow him <laughs> yeah, down the street like he's the Pied Piper. Right. Like, there's no yeah, way yeah. that's not happening. It's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just... On all levels <laughs> at all times. And he, you know, is, wow. you know, making time for everybody and nice guy and everyone's trying to be cool because it's a normal set. But when Tom yeah. Cruise is there, it's just like you're in the orbit, you get sucked in. So I remember having a little bit of small talk with him, not a lot of like real hang time or anything like that at all. Cause he would mm-hmm. be like over by the monitor. But, you know, I definitely remember being in the scene with him and interacting with him like you would anybody else. But I also remember, <laughs> you know, when they said cut, I would jump up and go, <laughs> like, 
because I couldn't. <laughs> and then when it was action, I took it seriously. I, I could do yeah. it. But yeah, the second mm-hmm. it was cut, I was off that couch just like, I, I'm like, I'm like I, I could not feel. Of course. And, and you know, most of the time he was life. like at the monitor Whoa. with Paul Thomas Anderson, you know, not, I was just like mm-hmm. chilling. But I also remember, the other thing I remember about that is he, because he was in character as TJ Mackey. Oh, that's the part of the thing. He shows up at the door crying. So TJ mm. Mackey is like, you got to be like really emotional. This is how you get them. Because they can't, women can't mm-hmm. deal with, they're like, oh, they, they'll feel bad. So he yeah. cried real tears for every take. And he did some like real actor shit, which at wow. the time I was like, whoa dude now it's like i don't even think it would be a big deal but at the time i remember i would never be like he would just everyone would go on his cue yeah and it didn't take a long time because he's a professional and he's tom cruise but it would be his timing so he would walk away work Mm -hmm. up into his thing and sort of like okay i'm ready or call action or whatever so he was like i'm dictating the vibes when I'm ready to like mm-hmm. enter the scene. And I was like, that's some boss. Like that's some cool actor yeah. stuff. It's like really smart. Wow. And then I also was really impressed that he cried real tears for every take. That's like l- legit movie star magic right there. Yeah. No saline or anything. Just. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Made out. Wow. Felt up my. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you made out with an emotionally charged Tom Cruise. Wow. On a scale of one to Tom Cruise and a half, what was his energy level when making out? Um, He's very good at pretending to be a person. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, was going to say, you might have gotten more passion than like... <laughs> Some of his like real world relationships. <laughs> hey, you can't, you know, you Good gotta, point. you gotta, yeah, yeah, it can't yeah. all come out one place sometimes. I don't know. That's amazing. You gotta save it for the, for the art. Did and he was, smell, did he smell like anything or were any like other sensory? He's very good at being a real person and all, and, and coming down to earth so that you're mm-hmm. comfortable. And that that's probably is his trademark of just, you know, yeah, people. Because it's like a how nice he is and stuff like effect. that. And it's mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. What's it like? Like, what's it like to do a makeout scene on? I'm on camera. I've never done it. Like, how do you do a fake kiss or how does it work? You like exit your body a little bit, which is ironic because it, you're it's the most in your body that you could be, but you just exit and go like that makes hey. sense. You just kind of have to like disassociate and be like, right, you kind of yeah. just have to kiss though. Right. Like there, you can't. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And then there's part of the time where you're like going, is that, Oh God. Cause, cause you're wondering like what it looks like, you know, yeah, yeah. same way. Yeah. Like if you mm-hmm. were t- t- talking to someone in a scene and you're like, Oh, is the camera just on that one eye or, so it's kind of like that where you're just like, where's my mouth right now? So that it's like more. Yeah. What's yeah. the blocking for my tongue? I yeah. Know. And then the reason you it, close like, your eyes. When you get knocked out of it, then you're like, oh, am I looking natural? I got to get back into it. So that's so it's like this little yeah. tug of war of how do I naturally do this and look like mm-hmm. it? But also I know where the camera is. And like, don't you see that with people on screen all the time? You know that they, especially mm-hmm. people that are like leading 
you know that they're like, oh, is it going to be kiss A, B, C, or D? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it the soft yeah. lead in where it's like a medium shot or wh- whatever, mm-hmm. whatever their one two combo is of the guy, you know, my, I put my hand right. on the, that's what I do when the camera's there. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Know, Cause you know. I mean, you kind of do have to get that technical. Like, you know, like I remember I had to be told to just like put my chin down and tilt my head a little bit in pictures. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. Angles. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had this I, thing actually- um, when I was on 24 where um, – because I'd been on the show for a while, but I didn't do, like, a lot of action stuff. Or if I did, it was, like, very isolated. And so I had this whole sequence that was – this is crazy. I can't – I actually can't believe I'm, like, yeah, I did this uh, – I forget that I've done all this shit. Uh, the helicopter lands. I think, like, Jack Bauer I, – I, I can't remember. I think maybe – let's just say he's driving – the helicopter door opens. I jump out. I have to run to a fence and everything's mm-hmm. super urgent and I have to run through a hole in the fence. So when I, the first take, I do it like shit's going down and I got to get to the fence as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like trying to get there to get the thing or whatever. And then he's like, cut. Because yeah. you, <laughs> I need you to project, like you have to telegraph I'm out of the thing. Um, mm. I have to show on my face. I'm running. Someone might be over there. Like shit you wouldn't do in real life. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, these. yeah. So it's like it's almost like a physical scene. Like you're quickly writing dialogue that isn't there. And the dialogue mm. is the physicalization of unseen forces. I mean, it wasn't yeah. as lame as like, oh, there's a wind. But it's sort of like that where you're like <laughs> – Oh, I'm worried. I'm this. I'm that. I, and then he goes, when you get to the fence, I need you to do like three or four things where it's like fence, looking, fence is tall. Look down, hole in the fence. Oh, my well, God. This oh, and, there, and like then we added in like, oh, my arm gets snagged by the fence. But I was like, oh, this is like some action shit, you know. And we, right. I think yeah, we, do yeah. that na- we do that naturally with, the, you know comedy or dialogue will do mm-hmm. things because we're in that headspace. But then when you do like straight yeah. up action stuff, I mean, it sounds silly, but it's like, Oh, I have to like take the time to take the audience with me and like build yeah. that tension and show on my face. How am I going to get over this fence? Oh, there's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is hard. I have to take the time, you know, whereas That's in real so- life I'd be like, Showing nothing. Yeah, 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 I just do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. I mean, it's also because I'm thinking about like the scoring. You're essentially like kind of dancing to what's ultimately going to be scoring the scene. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like when you film something, it's already slowed down into shots anyway, plus the scoring, plus, oh, Mm -hmm. they're going to cut to my face on that one. Or, oh, they're going to be on the fence for this moment, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, Yeah. and your brain moves so much faster than your eyes actually do. So when you're watching it, you need all those little moments. But if you're doing it, you'd be already through the thing. Yeah, Yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Huh. Well, cool. I guess we can all be in action movies now. Thank you for that, Mary Lynn. New respect for Vin Diesel. It's pretty fun. remember that now when we're watching a movie and we're like, what are you doing? Just run. It's like, no, we need to experience. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Are you guys watching um, Stranger Things? 
No, I didn't watch I it. I have to catch up. I only watched season. the first two. Yeah, of the latest, but it was great. Yeah, it's just they're mm-hmm. so good at. I mean, that's that's their whole thing is that right? Yeah. They're they're, they they're lexicon of, of the eighties yeah. and, mm-hmm. but like. I can't spoils it, but you know, you know, someone gets stuck in the under of uh, the under. Of course. Of course. They have and to. That whole tension. I was like, wow, they just draw mm-hmm. it out because they know that like we want to stay in that moment of, of do they get out or do they not get out? So it's just this mm-hmm. long like there's the whole is she they're going to make it into the back to the real world, back to the all the visuals. Yeah. It's just like talk about making a meal out of it. Uh, just yeah, like but they know they're like too. so gifted at like no, we want right. to stay in there. We want to stay well, in the because tension. I, I think it. we all have a tendency in conversation to like, or if you're wise, then you wrap things up. Not everyone has this tendency, but um, <laughs> but in art or like I think in comedy or drama, like you almost kind of have to learn to work against that and just like be okay with slowing things down mm-hmm. because it's it's like such a different kind of language than you use like. In day to day. Yeah. And even in writing scripts, like, you know, you have to get out of the habit of being like, they enter the room, they exit the room. And it's just (laughs) like, all right, no one gives a fuck about that. Let's get to like where something's happening. But then also, yeah, extending that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. How do you stay in that moment of tension? They're so gifted because it's not like offensive. You're just like loving it. It's Mm -hmm. delicious. It's not like you're going... (laughs) Come on. Right, like it's, right. che- it's yeah, yeah, cheesy. Yeah. They're they're just so good at like playing with the elements and like, all right, if we're gonna keep you in this tension, we're gonna have something really cool to look at. Or or yeah, music that's or true. whatever. We're gonna have mm-hmm. all these other elements that make you trust us that you're in here. Mm-hmm. I feel like so yeah. much of that is hard too, because it's so much like CGI acting, right? Like people are right? Like they're acting with tennis balls or something. That seems so yeah. <laughs> have you had to do that? That seems so difficult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that would really <laughs> there's yeah. there's re- the really sad behind the scenes um, moment of uh, Sir Ian McKellen in The Hobbit where he is Gandalf and he's acting with a bunch of tennis balls as a dragon and <laughs> and it's him being like I've, I've done Shakespeare <laughs> and, he's, and he's just like what have I become and he's so upset that he has to act with these tennis balls <laughs> Well, you know, back in the day, tennis balls actually played the roles of women in his plays. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Waka, 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 waka. Look at those boobies. My hey. favorite Ian McKellen moment, hands down, is in Cats. There's a mm. moment where he's... Oh, my God. Uh, he's dressed as a human cat, as all the cats are. And he's, he's drinking from a cat bowl, and then he just real quickly looks directly to camera and goes back to... <laughs> And we all had that moment of agreeing, like, yes, none of us know why you're in this God. I was going to say, I don't think I realized he was in it because I never watched it. <laughs> oh, it's so yeah, yeah. Oh, It's worth oh, getting boy. high and watching. It is something else. It yeah. is really something else. Yeah, I'm kind it, of upset that I didn't have that go to the theater moment with Oh, yeah, we went to like yeah. 9 a.m. on a Saturday. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that was it the is right something else do. in that you yeah. should be watching something else. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take a break and come back with lady problems. Everybody, we'll be back. Marilyn, can I just say I really love your decor. 
Oh my gosh, let's talk about it. Do you know Katie French? Yeah, she did it. Oh, oh, we had her on the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. She did your house. That's awesome. Yeah. She just did your show kind of recently. A couple months ago, yeah. Oh my God, look at this. So cute. That's so good. Look at this. I love it. Look at this. I'm like an adult now. Whoa, that's It's great. I love the color. That plum is really great. Look at that cutie. Mm -hmm. Those, uh, and then even that back corner with that gold, uh, gold chest. Yeah. Did Um, you make that gold thing or did you find it? No, she thrifted that, but this table, she did a fake bone inlay where she painted all of that. That Oh, cool. Wow. She's, she's pretty next level. Um, we've been talking about doing my kitchen for literally a year and I just like have it that's have uh, that's how long it took but okay, she so <laughs> is like meticulous and so planning I, I, we went back and forth for a long time and then like and then it was like go time um mm-hmm. but I moved uh during the pandemic I did a covid move um yeah. and I've tried in different spurts but I knew when I moved here that it was going to take me like a full I just had nothing on the walls so I'm very excited right. yeah. for the first time in my life I'm like did she do oh. your whole place no she did this room and she did the dining room awesome. um mm-hmm. with this really gorgeous like jungle wallpaper and then replaced the chandelier um nice I just love how she gets like the maximalist fun style like her vibe yeah. is so and I was and nervous just, because yeah, I so did good. my old house was like I lived in Encino and I had like a um like a mid-century modern bungalow, a small house that that used to be the boxy rooms and they cut out the wall so it's like you walk in and the living room is the kitchen and the mm-hmm. sliding glass door. Like everything. So that place was really neutral, you know. Right. So I got a little bit nervous to pull the trigger on this, even though I was super into it. And then I was like, wait, am I just being into it because it's fun? But once I actually have it, I'm going to be like, and now that I have it, I'm just I'm like, so I just walk downstairs and I'm like, yes, like I wake up. That's the best feeling. Great great for podcast. Like it's a great like backdrop. I'm so into it. I'm like, this is I think I'm on the right track. Like, I think this is more me than. I had a right. moment where I started going towards like a white white marble, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. little table and white yeah. and gray, and um, I'm so happy with this. Fuck yeah, yeah, it's, it's really cute. I love it. Yeah, she's crushing it. I hope like she's gonna. I hope she can like just keep going, start her own business, and all that shit. Oh, and the yeah. other like cool part of that was is it's not like I had some uh, like a task rabbit over. You know what I mean? She yeah. was here, so it was like bonus. I was like, and then she brought like Lady Comics to help her, and I was like, this is Aww. my dream. Like it's I like design, and then there's like comedy talk break. Like we're just talking about like for five minutes. Yeah. I'm like, well, just watch this. Like let's talk about it. Like just you know <laughs> interrupting the process. But like, it was so nice. I'm just like I feel like I have people over. It's not just like a random right worker. Yeah. The, whole, the whole vibe was like spot on. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That I love so that. Fun. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, okay, we'll come back. And uh, we're going to do lady problems. So if you want to send us one, you can call us at 323 6 30 or you can email us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady. Lady problems. Lady. 
Lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. Hey, ladies. Uh, I just moved back in with my husband about a month ago after being separated for three to four months. Um, and, you know, things were really great for a while. I mean, we worked on our shit, and now he's getting back to how he was before I left him. And he doesn't do anything around the house. He just sits there and watches TV with headphones in and ignores us like he did before, which, I mean, honestly bothers me, but it's not the huge issue. But the issue is, like, he freaking – all he does is quote me when I walk by now. And he doesn't – like, how can I – Oh, I guess my question is, is how could, <laughs> I'm dying. How can I be attracted to somebody that just grows me and doesn't do anything else to make me feel like I'm an equal partner <laughs> or attractive at all, apart from the boob grabs and, the, you know, whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, he gropes her. He gropes yeah, her. I yeah. thought he. I thought she said croaks me. I was like, I, I just. <laughs> I was. That? I didn't know what the word was. I did. I couldn't tell what the hell she was saying. No. So he basically watches TV with his headphones all day and only interacts with her when he gropes her as she walks by. So this man doesn't deserve to be in your house or in your no. life. No. No. <laughs> no. He doesn't. He doesn't. Um. And I think until he's gone, maybe a a um squirt gun full of hot sauce uh <laughs> to the eyes. Every time he fucking Who touches thinks, you. That's so what? fucking gross. I mean, <sighs> man, Sean grabs I'm, my boobs all the time, I would say. <laughs> but you guys really have a healthy care. relationship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, think yeah it's like, I don't think it's necessarily that terrible to have your partner like grab your tits. You're in there. Um, yeah. No, but I think we're talking but, about something else. Yeah. yeah. She said the only time he interacts with me is when he gropes me yeah. as I walk by. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think mean, we're all... Can we all just take a minute and just be seethingly mad for a second and oh, then I'm answer? Mad. I'm mad. I'm so just, whew, okay. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it sounds like you guys separated and probably did some work. Like probably the idea mm -hmm. was let's separate. We'll both work on each other. It sounds like you were feeling hopeful. Yeah. I think it's, she said us. So I don't know if they have a kid. Yeah. Um, I, like it, yeah. I get the feeling there's a kid. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys recognize the problem. He probably did do the things. Maybe he did go to therapy and it sounds like he did make some moves. Mm -hmm. So you were like, okay, I want to make this work. And that's why you are where you are. Yeah. Well, but the sad part is if they do have a, f I mean, if she, if, you know, they got married, they have a family, they have a life. I, I guess the sad part is like, he's there he wants to make it work on some level but doesn't have mm -hmm. the ability to really change or the desire to really change and yeah. that is um hurtful because yeah. It's, yeah. it's also just like oh, i mean okay. it sounds like he might it's like very like a desire. marriage story what's that yeah mm -hmm. it sounds like he might even have the desire because he tried a little bit but maybe he doesn't have the tools to right which which is like it. okay so then the, what would the next stage be like? Oh, just that like you don't do this. It's like having to mold someone's behavior and them having to be willing to do it and like hash it yeah. out. It's like why do guys think that women enjoy doing that? Like, yeah, right. It's right. It's not fun for me. It sucks. Yeah. 
but why can't you be a, a person? Like, I can't make you be a person because you ran yeah. out of steam because I'm assuming at the beginning of the marriage, you know, as things like settle further and you get more and more comfortable and you run out of the ability to be like, let's go do stuff. And you do, you're not, you don't have that mm-hmm. lifestyle anymore, but then you can't just do that. How do, how do you break out of that? And why do, why does the partner have to be the catalyst to do that? Like, it just sounds like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Too much yeah. work. But yeah, and it, and it is, uh, it's hard. It's hard. And I think I, I, I think you need to like really think about yourself and your kid and like, it's not getting yourself out of this situation is going to be like a huge inconvenience and a lot of fucking work and mm-hmm. really shitty. And it's going to mean, I mean, obviously you have love for him. You married mm-hmm. him, you have a kid with him. It sounds like he did try a little bit and you're trying to, but I think if that hasn't happened now, it, it can't be you. It will never yeah. be you. He would have to decide that on himself. Be, otherwise, you'll spend your whole fucking life yeah. bitter about this situation. And then yeah, the sex stuff is like a whole other thing, too, which I think probably mm-hmm. everybody, most people deal with. That in itself is hard. How do you get mm-hmm. – how do you go like, all right, you can't just grab me like that, especially when we don't have any other – valid communication or like emotional yeah. connection. Mm-hmm. Now we yeah, have to like, she said like, how can I be attracted to someone who's just groping me? It's like, yeah, you can't. That's not yeah. something it's just, a person to be attracted. To. And if he yeah, doesn't yeah. want to see that, like then what yeah. you have to do all the work to get, try to get him to see that. That's a rough yeah. road. Like, it if, sounds like if he just took his fucking headphones off and asked how your day was, why that should, would go a long way. I mean, yeah, you sh- yeah, you, you already you don't need to deal with someone who 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 can't even be at that level of maturity. That's the problem. I, is it's it, like it, yeah, it, it seems like the basics aren't even there. So yeah, like if I felt connected to you, a gr- the grope would be fun. If I felt yeah, like you yeah, were there, yes. you were in the room with me. Yeah, I mean sometimes even that yeah. right. It's like before yeah. connection, are you even present with me here? Yeah, on a basic person level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's extremely like like immature, even with a friend, you'd be like, "Are you in the yeah. room with me?" Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. alone the person I'm supposed to be. Isn't that weird? How like the p- people we're supposed to be closest to end up end up like? How do things get to that point? Oh, it is so. Yeah, it's really yeah. bizarre. I think it's easy to start taking people for granted. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, if if you don't cultivate like gratitude that keeps your relationship new, it, it's really easy to just start seeing someone as like. And they already did the work of like separating. As you said that I was picturing like it's almost like they need to separate again and be like, you need to take me on dates. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You have to like woo me back. Yeah. Like, How are you doing? Is... What do you what do you like? Yeah. Oh, you don't yeah. like sitting with headphones on? Playing video yeah. games because that's what I like. Oh, you do? Because I probably don't want a partner that does that twelve hours yeah. a day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Get to know me again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened. There's there's now a disconnect, and that's why, like, yeah. I don't know. 
the not doing the stuff around the house too. It just feels hate, like you're yeah. being taken for granted. Yes. Your your yeah, labor you, and your your mm-hmm. love and your emotional labor, all that shit is being mm-hmm. completely devalued. Yeah. Yeah. Because why should you be the one doing all the shit? That sh- is disrespectful to you. Because I'm sure you have a million and a half other fucking things you're doing in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy's got headphones on his head. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Assuming you're gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want to be his mommy too. Like that's not the relationship that you entered into. Like you weren't. Your vows were not like, and I will be your mommy, and yeah, I will and do. I will clean up the crumbs from the couch. Yes. After you yeah. Sit there all yes. Day. And no, you can but silently it is. Grope my tit once a day. Like but no, that's not. <laughs> in in heteronormative culture, unfortunately, yeah. the narrative that is fucking sold. Yeah. Is that women are innately a little bit better at domestic shit. Mm-hmm. And it is such a pervasive narrative that I think sometimes straight men don't even see it. It's yeah. like air to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so fucking presumed that someone else is going to do the dishes and clean the house mm-hmm. and do the laundry and make the uh, A side note, I stumbled upon, and I'm, this isn't going to be shocking, I just, I forget about the internet and YouTube and stuff. <laughs> but like... Okay, I was watching those ladies, the home edit that they do organizing, and then mm-hmm. I watched I, the Katie French design started it all because I was watching Architectural Digest and like coming to my home, and then I started watching mm-hmm. organizational stuff, and it kept feeding stuff. There's a whole, it's white women. One of them was like, she's like, I'm gonna clean my house, and it's two hours of her cleaning her house. And she says she likes to do it because it. she likes to watch other people, videos of other people cleaning their house. She's like, so we can do it together and listen to some good music. And I can like be with you while you keep, keep you company and inspire you <laughs> to clean your house. Oh, and like man. just showing shots of her laundry. And there's a lot of laundry. And then like 20 minutes later, it's like laundry update. Here's how I'm right. doing with the laundry. <laughs> I mean, look, I watch TikToks of people cleaning and organizing. It's usually always women. Yes. Um, and Oof. I find it soothing in some way. But yeah, it is like the default. Of course, the default. Sorry. Yeah. I, mean, I, like I, doing I it mean, to inter- interject it. Right. Yeah. No, it's a, it is no, a, it's, it's a very, it's a subculture of like, yeah, you of social media. That's very weird. Damn. I didn't know that was a thing. Holy shit. Man. Well, and it's also sucks too, because it's like, we we want to be able to, you know, also encourage the idea of a quote unquote house husband that is also doing all of this stuff. It's like this, like, please, you know, these aren't like feminine fucking tasks. Like guys can. By the way, I stumbled upon too. another one where the guy is a house mm-hmm. husband and he's like, here's how you support. And it's honestly, it's really sweet. It's really, really mm-hmm. sweet. Because he's like, and then when, when my wife's girls come over, I make them um, dinner and I blah, blah, blah. And that's how you can break uh, the patriarchy and be a good guy. It's yes, like very sweet. Cute. And I want to say they're both like in their late 20s. And she's Aww. like the one that goes to the job. And he's like, here's how you do a bunch of shit around the house. So I guess mm-hmm. internet again, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll balance it out with the, maybe uh, what we need to do. She needs to hack into whatever he's watching and then yeah. start, mm-hmm. give his algorithm. These YouTube, these videos with these the house TikToks. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but no, in reality, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, personally, I, yeah, that may, it made me very angry and it sounds like, yeah. you know, I, some reckoning is to be had and um, you've given yeah. him a chance already, obviously. So, and like you already separated so you're gonna be fine and you know that you know you already got Mm -hmm. had you already got some space and you obviously 
figured that out and handled it. So like, if you need yeah. to get yourself out of that situation, you know you can and you will mm-hmm. and and everything's gonna be fine. Did like, she? Even yeah. if- Did she indicate that she was there and he left and came back? She stayed in the same. It's kind of what it sounds oh, like. Oh, that. Not sure. Oh, yeah. Well, then that's very easy. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I mean, if she, if she wants to try to make this work, which it, the way that she phrased it, it sounds like that's like she's not quite at the like see you later motherfucker yeah. place. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like whoever you talk to to do this work, obviously couples therapy, a a a like scheduled weekly check in. Or something with like this shit is working this is not like these these are the you he needs to be held accountable for things that he is or is not doing i mean a lot of this stuff is setting you up to keep mommying him and like forcing him to be these things i don't know how well that will work in the long run but like if you want to try you know next time it's almost like make a list of all the things that he has to be accountable yes hand it to him and go go figure this out with your therapist because i don't want to have to be the person that's like on you for this yeah yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I think if any path forward, it's at least like, yeah, you have to agree to go to therapy or together, whatever it is. Yeah, if you don't agree to that, like, yeah, you're obviously yeah. showing me you don't want to work on this. And next I mean, time he gropes yeah. you, just like be like, Smack no, him. take me to dinner. And if he laughs, be like, I'm serious. Make reservations and take me to dinner. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like this. This is <laughs> not. This is not an acceptable way to behave, and like I hope that he doesn't think, well, I did, I did all the stuff once, and that's just, that fixed it. And it's like, <laughs> no, homie, it's a lifetime of every day. Like that's that's just what it is. And he, he uh, you know, he needs to know that he can actually lose you. I mean, and I guess he didn't get scared enough the first time. <laughs> well you know, said. I he did yeah. it once. <laughs> He's like, okay, back to oh, I fucking, I fucking did it. He can't even like video time. Yeah. He can't even like be playing the TV out loud, you know, so you could he- talk to him about the things that he that is, is watching. That's really weird to me. To you know, well, it might be head. like what if it's like sports center or something? I mean like I mean it might be I, awful for sure, but yeah. it feels it's like even more closed off than yeah. it already is is like what it's like it's like he's in his own world and he just like gra- has a has a boob that he grabs on the outside <laughs> of that world. Yeah. Like that is no, that's not. You deserve better than that. You deserve quite a bit better than that. Yeah, that's not not cool. I'm um, sorry, honey. Le- we, best of luck to you. We we we're behind you. So yeah, yeah. You got this. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Um. Okay. Should we do another uh, quickie or? Yeah. Know. Or. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Hi, lady to lady. I'm calling with a lady problem. Um, I have an old car that I have a shop to take it to, and I finally found a mechanic that seems, you know, reasonably priced and honest about what he's doing and that kind of thing. The only problem is he's he's really chatty, so he always likes to get into these long conversations when I go to pick up my car. And best of all, he's super conservative. So these conversations are always about how the COVID vaccine is a hoax and how, you know, the, the country under Biden is just going to shit. Anyway, all of that kind of stuff. And I'm just standing there like, I like the work that you do on my car, but I really don't like your beliefs. And I don't know what to do. Finding a mechanic is really difficult. And this guy does good work, but I just don't know if I should be financially supporting him and his decisions. 
Anyway, please help me. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I just love financially supporting him in his decisions. <laughs> I, I love, I love, I love that. I love that. I mean. I, I think if you can't find another mechanic, walk in on the phone or you're pretending to have a phone call every time to be like, hey, yeah, sorry, I just have to go. And gra- like there's there's ways to like yeah. get out of that and not have to talk to him. Um, yeah. Just make it seem like you're, you know, in I, something. I wouldn't personally beat yourself up about financially supporting this guy. I feel like a yeah. good mechanic is hard to find. And like, it is hard. I'm going to be honest. I haven't known much about the point of views of any of my mechanics, nor do <laughs> I want to or need to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like if he's good. Yeah. That's what it is. I yeah. Think you're a lot you're taking people... on too much with that. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. You yeah. can consider those relationships with, but a mechanic is like, all right, like, what are we going to do? Um, yeah. 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 But yeah, I would just yeah, fake fo- fake com- fake phone calls. Um, you know, it's hard because he's obviously holding her hostage because he has the keys and stuff. She has to check out when she comes mm. to pick up her car. So it's like yeah, she has to do an exchange, and that's where the time's coming in that he's like sucking up. So yeah, but like hey, I always like I I know how much we like to chat, but like I have a meeting in ten minutes, I have to get to or something. Like like ha- put a put yeah. a timestamp on or- the end immediately when you see him draw the boundary i've had mechanics that'll just leave my keys on the tire well if i want to get it Mm. after hours maybe you could do that Mm. after hour yeah be like that's great after hours that's that's really good i can't make it by five or whatever Mm -hmm. you've got you can be like oh my god i've got to get to this pro-life uh protest (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, I just really love being an asshole. So <laughs> I'm going to the LGBTQ gala tonight. Um, <laughs> you could, yeah, BLM, BLM me later. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have an abortion in the back seat if we could get that fixed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder if you put a bunch of bumper stickers all over your car if he would like not try to talk to you anymore. No, it's gonna be worse. We all know yeah. it will be worse. Yeah, no yeah way. I know. That's true. He's giving his unsolicited fucking opinions of course. already. So, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. I would just, yeah. I think the after hours thing is a great call. Try to just make it as fast as humanly possible. Um, maybe if yeah. there's any other time where somebody can, like, I don't. I was gonna say have somebody else like do it, but that's too hard if it's your car. Yeah, I mean it. It's hard. God, it's so hard because I, I assume he's like an older guy that is like Fox News pills mm-hmm. or whatever. And like, it's so hard because like I've had time of like this with like my my like dad's friends. I'll go home and then these are people that I've known my whole life. And yeah. then they'll just like weird talking points just come out of them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, do you not have a question about like my life? Like me as a person? It's, it's yeah. just it's just they go into this yeah, weird it's like, like a was on Tucker Carlson last night they yeah. want to launch into yeah i almost like, find yeah. it easy to deflect that though because they don't ask anything about you it's just like uh-huh, yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah i'll just be like oh so any questions about my about me okay that's fine yeah i mean there's a um, devil advocate point of view which is mm-hmm. just cut just enjoy it he's your mechanic and go in and be like wow like that's a piece of work yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I, maybe I'm more uh, cynical because she she was coming from a place of like I don't even want to support this, you know. Yeah, which is yeah, uh, smart but smart I, and noble, but I think probably impractical because I, in my opinion, mm-hmm. there's assholes everywhere. 
Yeah. Yeah. Something that I have found that really kind of short circuits a lot of those people, too, is to be like, oh, yeah, no, I think everybody is bad. I think that Republicans are really bad. I think the Democrats are really bad. I think corporations are bad. like what, cause in their in their brain. It's such like a yeah, 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 yeah. versus situation. Really and then you they're just like out of the us and them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they don't know what to. I mean, if you want to actually talk to them about it, they like, don't know what to do with that. Because you're just like, I bet you we actually agree on quite a bit. Uh, but like this is, you know, I think everything is bad. And I think it should all be burned to the ground. We should start all over again. But not the way that you do. Then you skank <laughs> out with your keys. But um, and then they're just like, don't know what to do with that information. Right. <laughs> usually. You could also hire a sky rider to distract him <laughs> while you get your car. Yeah. <laughs> that would work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think hire a local improv troupe to like do like a fake accident outside. So there he has go. to go deal with that. A flash or just mob. Have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like have a woman with like a, a an old timey baby carriage, just like walking past, and she lets it go and just my baby, and then <laughs> yeah. he has to run after it, mm-hmm. and then you what snatch your imbe- keys and get out. What movie is that from? Uh, um, um, it's a Kevin Costner, The Untouchables, I think, Thank right? You. Oh it's got wow, a specific, deep cut. There's a specific, yeah. there's a specific <laughs> name for it. The uh, the baby carriage going down the steps. <laughs> it's like a whole. It, yeah, thing. I think yeah. That watch it. Watch some old hidden camera shows and just kind of like, <laughs> you know, plot Breaks something along those and line. hijinks. Mar- yeah, wait, yeah. Marilyn, have you made out with Kevin Costner? <laughs> <laughs> just had to check. I like that question. you would think that of me though. That's, <laughs> that's fun. I was the lady in Dances with Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fur belt. Um, um Marilyn, yeah, where can this has been so much fun. Yeah. Um tell everyone where they can find your book and find your shows and see what you're up to online. Uh MarylandMaryland.com if you want an autographed copy or just get it anywhere you buy books. And my dates are on there too. I'll be touring around. Look at my new manicure. Ooh. Ooh, it's pretty color. Red and the pink and the purple. Come on, guys. This is a real good color. You don't even have to read it. Going. You can just get a manicure and hold the book and enjoy <laughs> enjoy the colors. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's really, I'm really happy to see you all. I know. It's great to meet you. I know. You too. You too. All right, guys. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hey ladies, um, I'm calling as a longtime listener. I love y'all and really appreciate y'all. I actually recently moved to LA and I was thinking about how as a person who is a super anxious nail biter, skin picker, like inconsistent person who loves massages, I did find an incredible facialist who deserves a shout out. Her name is Layola. Um, I, on Instagram at Pansy Aesthetics, Pansy, P-A-N-S-A-Y. Oh, shit, I just got that wrong. Anyway, you'll find her. She is a black, queer, really fat-positive facialist, and I literally love going to her. It's a safe space. It's a beautiful space. It's a beautiful way um, to take care of yourself and support folks in the community. Love what y'all do. Thanks. Hi, I just listened to um, Hong Kong where you talked about Barbie dolls having sex, and I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart 
been normalizing Barbie sex because I didn't realize it until I listened to this podcast that I carried around so much shame about my Barbies getting it on. Um, so yeah, thank you for helping me release that shame that I didn't even know I had and normalizing Barbie doll sex. Keep doing your good work. Bye. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.